Welcome to the People of Canterbury Baptist, a podcast where we meet the people of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia, hear their stories and explore ideas relevant to our church and community. My name's Stephen and for today's episode, let's conclude our conversation with Kai. Hello Kai, welcome back to the People of Canterbury Baptist podcast. Now, thank you for taking us through your life. Really appreciated just your generosity to us in sharing so much of your life with us. But we did skip over one incredibly important and big aspect of your life because I know that's a fairly big story. So we're going to set aside this entire podcast to explore that story. So I guess my question is this, how did you come to faith in Jesus? Okay, this is the only subject here. I have been enthusiastic uh, to say. Uh, simply, yes, uh, sorry, but uh, I was wondering why we had to uh, waste our valuable time uh, for being these stories of some guy. It means uh, if uh, any person would hear my story, would they be uh, interested? Because uh, it may be just uh, one of the typical stories out of many. I believe everybody must have wonderful, remarkable, in some sense, peculiar, unique stories. I think the only difference is whether he can explain, articulate the kind of story, or even he was given that kind of opportunity. For example, if some boy would be born in some dark, dirty, street of some big city of South America. And his only hope is to find some food in the garbage bin. And if he survived, his story would be really wonderful. However, it is quite unlikely he would be given to give, he would be given any opportunity to explain his life. Mm. Rather, I think, yes, a lot of stories from famous people, especially American movie stars. Simply, there's nothing to enjoy. However, there are more opportunities for them to give their stories. I met a guy, I met a girl, we had a wonderful life, something <laughs> like that. Okay, sorry. That's good, and and I've certainly appreciated, and I'm confident to speak on behalf of those listening here that they would have appreciated the opportunity to hear the story of a non-movie star called Kai. Okay, okay, so I want to explain how I became Christian. Mm. Mm, As I explained in my... Okay, sorry, uh, it is not a chronological order. Uh, As I explained to you, I believe... I, bl- I think I may be the first person to become a Christian in my family. In some sense, my large family, including my relatives like my aunt and my cousin and my uncle. Uh, so being a Christian uh, may mean quite a different things in quite a different level and quite a different aspect. Uh, in the same area where the, in the same area into which I attended the primary school, there was a church. Actually, this church had, uh, I think, a 60 years history or something like that. It was a, a rather very good building. Even though this is quite a small building, 
but the building was still built with stones. It was quite remarkable. So when I visited uh, some rural uh, Victoria, I could see some old stone buildings. In some sense, quite similar. So seeing in, in Victoria, in the state of Victoria that we're in right now, old stone buildings look very similar to this church that you saw yes. close to your primary school. Uh, uh, no, no, no. The, yeah, yes, you are correct. So I cannot real. I believe it is either uh, school year five or school year six in primary school. It was uh, school holiday. And uh, I don't believe uh, there was no electricity in my village yet. So we had a lighting uh, by the kerosene. And since the kerosene was very expensive, uh, the whole family had just uh, one very small lamp. The, the, what is a flame of lamp was this, this one. So uh, apart from uh, avoiding uh, to collide each other, actually we could do nothing. We could, we could not read with the dead light. Most importantly, we could not read, uh, we, we did not have anything to read. We did not have books, we did not have newspapers, we did not have television, either say. Then, so consequently, in winter time, it was almost nothing to do. So if anything happens, whether it is tragic, ridiculous, it could have been some kind of pastime. Then uh, my school uh, boys uh, start to say church, something like that. So with them, yes, I had to att I attended the church, even though it looked quite uh, strange in some sense. Because anyway, I could not understand anything. At least uh, their gathering was different from the typical gathering of. Uh, dead ancestor veneration because uh, dead ancestor veneration uh, you are wearing some kind of uh, white clothing and uh, you are mourning uh, to show your sadness to the dead people and uh, you should stay solemnly for several hours and uh, you should bow down uh, to the table with uh, food and something like that <laughs> it takes uh, two to three hours uh, and it happens all, um, only midnight because in their, in their understanding, spirit is a dark side or negative side in the yan, in yan theory. Yep. So uh, the darkest night is the best time for the ghost or spirit to come. Oh, no, not uh, so sad story. Fortunately, unlike Buddhist, Buddhist story, Confucianism story doesn't have a very deep meaning, so consequently it uh, doesn't have a very deep impact. However, it was uh, somewhat different because uh, we started to get uh, 6pm, it was already dark. Anyway, in, at the time, yes, uh, we had uh, scant resources, but a lot of people, especially young boys and girls, the small building was packed with a lot of boys and girls. And some junior pastor or something like that, I don't remember, started say some stories. I believe it was something like Noah's story. Anyway, it was very remarkable, very, very different. I, I couldn't figure out 
But it was very, very different from other miracle stories. Because Buddhist, Buddhist scriptures have a lot of miracle stories. Also, Chinese story, uh, tradition had a lot of miracle stories. I couldn't figure out. It was a still miracle story, but I couldn't figure out. But anyway, their miracle story sounded very different. And they started to sing. Even their singing was very different. And they gave stories. And they gave some rice cake. Being given rice cake had a very special meaning. Not because I was hungry. Definitely I was hungry. <clears throat> but because uh, being given food was regarded, you are acknowledged. Then there was another story. Then there was another song. Then there was another rice cake. And uh, that one night experience uh, gave a lot of impact in my life. Okay, compared to, okay, actually, uh, I think this uh, happened all, almost, I think around the same, similar time or just one or two years after uh, I was forced to read uh, Buddhist scripture. I explained that, uh, in some sense, uh, Buddhist scripture was much more realistic, much more clear about the life. However, I felt like uh, I was given very vivid picture of uh, tragedy. I felt like uh, this one. I was told, this is life. You learn the tragic, sad, meaningless goal of life. You are given the very clear knowledge and that there is no escape, there is no answer. The only comfort maybe, you may be a little avoidance. Anyway, this was the message I received. In one night in the church, I couldn't figure out at the time, but gave me very, very different sense. Like this way. Uh, veneration of dead people, or when a uh, person dies in Korea, 
then the funeral ceremony is very large. And the whole uh, people in the village follows uh, the dead person to the grave. Then through the process, uh, there are a lot of songs. And uh, that kind of songs are quite uh, pessimistic, naturally pessimistic. However, those songs uh, in the church, what different, very different. I'm not just, uh, I'm not just talking about the, the rhythm, rather the message delivered by the words are very different. I felt like this one, perhaps it could be my interpretation. <clears throat> Life is hard. Difficult, harsh, but but this is not the end of story. There might be some hope. Somewhere. Sometime. Okay, this is the experience of my some what is <clears throat> some flavor of Christianity. <clears throat> and uh, I was a sufficiently shrewd boy. I kept attending two to three weeks until Christmas, and I stopped going to church anymore. So you stopped after your first Christmas? Yeah. Because yes, nobody wanted to go to church after Christmas. Not because uh, they were very shrewd, but because simply, yes, they were not what is encouraged anymore, or not strongly encouraged anymore, or something like that, possibly. So... Since uh, there was no what is, uh, relationship with the church, and most importantly, uh, we had to work every day. Going to church was not accepted. It is not acceptable because going to church means uh, you do not work on Sunday. No. Then uh, the next experience was... Uh, I am still uh, very grateful over the people who have been distributing the pamphlets on the street. I know that uh, they are called Jehovah's Witness. Anyway, it is uh, my next experience. They gave uh, some pamphlets and I read it. I, it was really amazing to me. Whether I would accept uh, the whole story or not, anyway, it was a very clear story and the logic. Just like I liked, just like I enjoyed uh, the geometry 
like uh, the system of uh, Euclid, Euclid and uh, the way of a proof of something. I really enjoyed that, that kind of things. But I could not attend because simply I didn't know how to attend. Then in high school, uh, academically, I was uh, uh, regarded a very good achiever in high school. Naturally, uh, I got to make uh, some good friends in high school, like a captain, because uh, I myself worked as a captain uh, in my class. I didn't want to because to work as a captain, I know that I had to contribute, but I could not afford to contribute. Simply, I was selected because, yes, uh, you are the best achiever, you thought, captain or something like that. Eventually, unfortunately, yes, I could give up the captain to my friend. Still, yes, we are. Uh, very good friends, each other. And one of, uh, one guy looked a little bit strange because, uh, in some sense, everybody had uh, some kind of a grumpy face or angry face, but this guy kept smiling. What is this guy? And uh, he explained Christianity or something like that. Not because I accepted this Christianity, but because I wanted to get accepted to that kind of society. I started to attend church. However, I'm not, and I was baptized in the river, uh, in year one to the second year of high school. Yeah, second year of high school. So you were a late teenager? Yeah. So I was uh, baptized in full immersion in the river. And uh, I read uh, the Bible two times uh, from cover to cover. But I couldn't, to be honest, I couldn't understand. Even I did not understand uh, the uh, basic tenets of Christianity. It is why I still hate some churches. Because Especially Korean churches. It means, uh, in some sense, uh, I was quite enthusiastic, in, uh, enthusiastic about uh, church attendance and the prayer meeting. I stayed uh, main, many nights in the church simply for praying. And I heard a lot of stories from different people. They were all beginners. They were all what, sorry? They are all beginners and the trash. Meaningless and trash stories. Why were the stories that you were told within the in the ch- in those churches meaningless and trash? Mm, so I hope uh, my anger would not discourage people. This is what I think nowadays. We can see a lot of blessings in church. However, church may still contain P 
keeper with the very bad habit, very bad desire. And sometimes people may replace the true teaching of scripture to their own personal experience. So it's, it means those people may stay in church for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And they may have a lot of experience, experience for interacting people. However, those personal anger, personal frustration, or personal experience are basically all personal. They cannot, they should not replace those story to cover up or to deny Bible. So in, so I attended a lot of meetings, prayer meeting, or some meeting, 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 a lot of meetings. And still, even I was uh, regarded a little bit leader of those students. Perhaps, yes, it could have been the weakness of my character. It means uh, quite frequently, yes, I tend to go to too extreme, to the other extreme or something like that. However, still, yes, very important questions about the Christianity were not answered. I tried to understand what Christian really believes, what is important. Not like a story, so used to, used to follow whatever the pastor says, or it is, what is, unforgivable sin to doubt or something like that. So, Actually, even though I was baptized, I accepted Christianity as to be a Christian used to be unreasonable. You should not think about justice, something like that. Unfortunately, it was the impression. And that, that impression was given to you because of the nature of the stories that pastoral leaders would be telling from the pulpit, along with, if I'm hearing you correctly, there was no real discipleship or opening up of scripture with you. I think about that. I think about that. So both of those things together, a lack of opening up of scripture, but then also preachers, I guess, speaking their opinions or their preferences or their particular hobby I think about that. And together also, created yes, this together. And also, and I think nowadays uh, the Korean churches uh, show much better understanding and also uh, much better, what is uh, Biblical teaching apart from our discipleship because the teaching is much uh, easier than discipleship. Personally, I think uh, when Christianity is introduced to any society, eventually it is localized, whether it is good or whether it is not, or whether we want or whether we don't want. I think uh, actually it was also acceptable, or even it is a wider decision to adopt many words and many forms from different religions, like Confucianism and Buddhism. The, pr 
problem was uh, at some stage, uh, as uh, uh, the Christianity matures, uh, they should replace uh, those adopted forms and the teachings uh, into the true talent of Christianity. I think it did not happen. In, Confucian, uh, in Confucianism world, uh, father and the king and the teacher are regarded the same level. And the most important ability to be a student is to memorize whatever it is told. However, it is absurd and illogical. I think still we see it is quite common. The church prospers because everybody follows to the letter whatever the pastor says. It is why a lot of dishonesty, a lot of even sexual crimes by pastors in Korean church. Anyway, it is what happened. You, you describe yourself as almost going to the other extreme. What did that look like for you? Did you become a person who was, uh, who just immersed yourself in the Bible because you felt like, felt like you weren't getting enough Bible teaching? Did you feel like you're becoming more vocal and resistant to the teaching you're getting from the pulpit because you could hear how how disconnected it was from the Bible. What did it look like for you to re to react to this and go? If you okay, the other anyway, experience? anyway, yes, I stayed uh, in the church uh, in high school and I uh, entered uh, the university. And uh, it was uh, the capital city of Seoul. I looked for another church to attend, but I couldn't find the proper church. Also, there were a lot of uh, problems in Korean church, especially uh, the pastors of uh, big churches. Uh, there was a military coup d'etat, another, the second military coup d'etat in 1980s. And the majority of the so-called the servants of God, because in Korean church, uh, pastor, many pastors uh, call them servants of God. So pastors would be call themselves servants of God. So it means uh, it is some kind of a culture that uh, whatever the servant of God, so-called servant of God, pastor does, uh, you should not say anything, whether he cry, he commits uh, sexual crime or he profits uh, church body, like, uh, for example, yes, sometimes uh, a lot of money simply disappears, uh, even though it was allocated to uh, missionaries, overseas missionaries. Nobody can claim, and if anybody uh, would say, this should be explained, it's quite commonly excommunicated. Still. Yes, I needed to say there are still yes, other good stories. So I feel, I think in some sense, uh, I think it has been quite common uh, in the Christian history. I don't believe... Uh, Church has 100% are winning games. <laughs> Even though, yes, there are a lot of stories, a lot of winning games, winning stories in some area of the world or the some area of human life, always there are, churches also could suffer a lot of setbacks, problems, challenges in other area of the world, geographical world, or the other area of Human aspect. It means even though the, and this is my interpretation. Even though the it looked like the church was quite prospering, however, they could have been losing the battle 
to keep or to gain the next generation or to gaining what is uh, the conflict about the worldview. Something like that. So in the same sense, yes, Korean church has a good side and a bad side. My impression is in Korea, many Christians admire Western churches. They have a very good biblical understanding. Their church life and their worldly life don't conflict each other. They remain the same person. Monday to Sunday, not just one day to Friday, and suddenly changing. <laughs> yeah. That kind of things. Uh, they still, yes, uh, I think, uh, uh, important uh, area of life and the church and the world. Yep, we hear that kind of stories. Similarly, yes, in Australia, we hear quite opposite stories. So while we are dying slowly, Korean church is really booming. No, 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 no. Korean church is dying. Even the number of Christians are decreasing. Even Roman Catholics added, in Korea, Roman Catholic and the Protestant are regarded as different religions. I really hate, but even many Protestants called Roman Catholic, Roman Catholicism, different religion. I believe it is my responsibility to point out if you are calling Roman Catholicism different religion, okay, we can make an argument. Actually, yes, I'm quite competent to protect the important tenet of Protestantism, especially Baptist. But to worldly, I never say Christianity, uh, what is uh, Protestantism and Roman Catholicism are different religions. No. We believe the same God. We follow the same Christian thoughts, even though we have killed each other. Okay, still it is the. Then, okay, my story. Then I. Then, after I stayed one and a uh, half years in some Christian uh, some church, I decided to go apostate. You decided because, to go apostate from the church, yeah. From church. Because uh, in some sense, uh, I could not hypocrisy about the so-called uh, Christian leaders. Secondly, I couldn't endure the conflict between my Christianity belief and uh, sense of justice, being reasonable common sense, that, that kind of things. I felt like if I want to be a Christian, I should be illogical, unreasonable, and I should be uh, dis total disregard about the justice, human freedom, that kind of things. And all that's then, and as you described, that's because that, that was the kind of Christian faith that was modeled to you, unreasonable, unconcerned with justice, illogical, and hence that was just the impression that you had built up in your mind of what the Christian faith represented. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why you went, quote, apostate. It was your, what you were rejecting was that expression of church. Yes, exactly. Then there were quite a yeah, difficult period. I will not say any more detail. Then actually I think, yes, the 
uh, Korean army was in some sense a blessing to me. So in some sense, I was quite a vocal anti-Christian. Then Korean army in GOP. Okay, actually, yes, in night time, yes, you uh, stay uh, in the barbed wire, water for barbed wire, uh, three, four, four hours, uh, and you return. You are better, and you can enjoy some instant noodle or coffee or something like that. Then you sleep. However, sometimes I could stay awake. Very strangely, even though I was quite vocal at daytime, at night time, when I was by myself, I couldn't stay anti-Christian anymore. Sometimes even I was afraid of that. If I would die, what happens to me? Is it really the end of life? Or is there something else? And strangely, I could not remove the concept of God from my mind. I could never succeed to clear the concept of God out of my mind. And still, sometimes I couldn't forget some memory. Then, at least, I believed I was Christian. I was a Christian like the the first experience, that kind of things. Since there were a lot of ample time, yes, I thought to myself and other people, and why my life was so hard and miserable or something like that. Then one night after I served the sentry in the night, perhaps 3 a.m., something like that, I did some kind of things I secretly did. Because <clears throat> at the time, Bible was quite uh, ample because of the Gideon Bible distribution or something like it. But anybody actually read the Bible. Anyway, I grabbed one copy and I secretly read the Paul's apostle, I think it is apostle to Corinth or something like that. Uh, needless to say, I couldn't understand, I couldn't accept the, what is, the glory of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. But I could sense how earnest the Paul was. And I thought to myself, how could a person be so earnest, so consistent or something like that? And at that time, I was corporal, and somebody, junior, some junior guy, saw me. Corporally, are you really reading the Bible? <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. He was uh, astonished because uh, I was quite anti-Christian, 
in the night time. I was caught reading the Bible. I was quite dishonest. I shouted back, What are you talking? I'm not reading Bible. I'm just browsing what it looks like. <laughs> quite dishonest. Then anyway, I returned to university. Then still I could not remove the card from my mind. Actually, uh, in a master course, I was quite productive. Outside, I was quite good. There were a lot of suggestions to get married, to get married, but I refused because I felt I still have very important questions to solve before I make any important decisions in my life. Then, uh, in, in Hyundai, uh, I went to the business trip about uh, one month and I couldn't meet uh, a person who also graduated from the same department. And he was a really good Christian. And I stayed in New York State and he stayed in Ohio State. And I visited uh, his house. And also, even though at that time, even though I was not Christian, I was still the, uh, kind of a thesis because still the best answer for important questions was the still theism. I could not, uh, I could not make a proper answer. Still, it's true. I could not make a proper answer without assuming creator God. It means I can make a kind of a good answer in physics area. But I could not make the same good answer about uh, uh, ethics. The only way is I should use different system of thought to explain different part. Uh, yes, I hope yes, you can understand what I mean. Still, uh, in the older uh, different uh, thinking systems, I can see only Christianity can answer all those important areas with the same frame. And uh, so still, yes, I couldn't uh, totally deny the theism. Still, yes, but even though, yes, I vaguely uh, assumed the existence of God, still it, it was some kind of remote thing. Just like, uh, even though uh, there is uh, a queen in the British kingdom, what does it matter to me? I would accept, okay. There is a British queen. End of story? I think uh, something like that. So that, that was, that's an analogy of what theism means to you, that you, that, that a world with God is the only world that made sense, but God felt like it was a long way away. Yeah. Almost like the king or queen of England felt like. Yes, king. exactly. Uh, then, still, yes, uh, I was uh, slowly constantly to return to the church. So I gave up 
what is a reasonable uh, Christians or the Christians who are interested about the justice. Okay, I gave up all the kind of hope. It is impossible at the time. So, still, yes. I think, yes, I had two questions in my mind. Perhaps if I can solve these two questions, perhaps I would return to church even though I may not be Christians. One is, why... Okay, so it was about uh, the Jehovah's Witness, Witness of God. The second one, strangely, I cannot remember the, the second question. Very strangely. But anyway, the second question was also answered eventually. At the time, yes, uh, there was an instructor, and uh, this we had a very good relationship with this instructor, especially him and me. And even though I was not Christian, just as uh, Jesus said, uh, people, a uh, person tended to say something out of his mind. Eventually, I must have used some word God, and he was very interested. <laughs> and perhaps out of his mind, he used this term, you are not to be called the witness of God. You are called to be witness of Jesus. It was the answer for the first question in my mind. That sense of refocusing the faith on Jesus rather than just keeping it at the more abstracted idea of God. Yes. That, that was a real moment of revelation for you. Yes, you are correct. Quite. And the second, yes, I got. And uh, actually, I think this is the real journey of uh, the Christianity. And I told you, I visited uh, the person who graduated from my university. He was my senior. Still, yes, uh, confession is very important. Yes, uh, what a senior member says has a very special uh, meaning. And uh, on Friday morning, uh, Friday afternoon, we arrived at his house from uh, Fort Niagara. And the Saturday, we had a very wonderful period of time. And the Sunday, he told he would attend some church and he recommended me to come to church. Uh, needless to say, no, it is humiliation to me. And uh, he said, okay, I, I understand, but it is a little bit awkward for you to stay in this house because we are going to have a lot of activities. Why don't you stay outside in the church while we attend just the worship one hour? It sounded a reasonable request. Okay, if it is the case, then okay. I will follow, but be clear. I will not attend. I will not enter the hall. Do you agree? Needless to say. And we arrived at small church. And uh, finally, by the way, perhaps it is a little bit inconvenient for you to stay just outside. And it may look strange to other Korean people. Why don't you stay in the hall at the back of the seat? And you do not need to follow anything. You do not need to hear anything. Simply, yes, you can stay comfortably just one hour. Since it was his request, okay, why not? Tell me, 
I will not do anything. I will not bow down. I will not kneel. Do you agree? Yes, why not? And I attended. There was uh, uh, some preaching. The preaching was not uh, very impressive. However, he read the Bible uh, to preach. It was uh, John 6.29. If anybody wants, if this comes from me or God, he will know. Literally, I couldn't, literally, literally, I rubbed my eyes and I read the phrase. Because it is exactly the answer for all my questions. Then I think, yes, my, uh, yes, my, yes, at the times, my senior must have uh, recognized or noticed something, my behavior. And he asked me, stop, stop, don't, don't say anything. And I read the, the part again and again and again. It was like a direct answer to my question. Then, fortunately, then I started to decide to check how I could be at least a church member or Christian. Since I had a so painful memory, I decided to invest, investigate. So, almost like a begging, I started to contact so-called Christians. Please tell me what Christianity is. Please tell me what I should accept, what I should believe to be a Christian. Not like, not like just we do this one, you do this one. Just tell me what Christianity is, not what your church, your people. Since I could not get uh, the quite satisfactory answers, always they say, okay, you should come to this church and you should receive the fire or something like that. You should receive the Holy Spirit or something like that. Uh, you should follow this, uh, this pattern, you should do this. Do. No, 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 no. Then I went to perhaps the largest uh, uh, Christian bookshops and I started to collect the books. I think it's uh, several scores of books. And I started to read. And eventually uh, I found the word evangelism. Uh, evangelical church. So slowly, yes, I could review the thought of the church, the Korean church, thought of Korean Christians, like Roman Catholicism, liberalism, or evangelical church, or something like that. Definitely, yes, I selected evangelical church. Then fortunately, it was very fortunate. I found a book written by Arthur Torrey. Actually, uh, he was a, a Christian. His uh, grandfather was a founder of the uh, Moody Bible School, and his father was a missionary in China. And his father, after China was 
governed by Communist Cha Party. He moved to Korea, and uh, this Arthur Tore III became the member of Anglican Church, the Vicar of Anglican Church, and also uh, he was a very important person to build uh, the seminary of Angl Anglican Church, and. Uh, he started some kind of abbey in the mountain area, and he wrote several books, mainly to answer people's question. Here, it was my first experience, how the true Christian can be reasonable. And it is never a sin to have a doubt. So I comfortably started to doubt. I confidently started to doubt. I like that phrase. Okay, okay. don't get confused. Eh? Just ask, not ask a question. Comfortably doubt. Mm. Can it be really true? Or something like that? So I think, yes. If people uh, may ask how I become a Christian, I would say my first experience eh? in the small rice cake. And John six twenty nine. That that's always become a life verse for you. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. That that's that that's that's answered the question and defined what it means to to, to be a Christian. Yes. Yes. Two nine is this one. Eventually, uh, you will know whether I come from God or not. You will know. However, there is a condition. If you want to do what, uh, if you want to do God's work, and uh, there is one more uh, phrase. It was not very uh, strong as the first uh, revelation. To believe whom God sent is God's work. God's work is not doing something but to believe the person who God, whom God sent. It is also uh, in somewhere in the uh, John. And that's a, that's a real breaking point from the culture you have been experiencing in the Korean church, which sounded like it was all about what you could give to the church and to your to the pastor, and the pastor would demand more money or demand more more uh, more you know service to the specific church organization. But to have that revelation of actually what God calls us to do is to believe in Jesus, and that's it. Exactly. That, that sounds to me like that was a real awakening moment for you. Okay, so let me finish my story. Then how I really uh, how I became a Christian. So I attended the church. I attended uh, the church definitely, and I started to read the Bible. However, there was always some kind of conflict, and uh, however, outside I was quite uh, again my problem. Again, vocal Christian. <laughs> then, so I believed I was uh, really Christian at the time. And uh, still, whether uh, I was a Christian or I was uh, anti-Christian, in some sense, uh, I had uh, some level of uh, understanding about the Bible. I found that actually many people did not read the Bible. But in high school, I read the Bible two times from book to book, even though I could hardly understand it. So, 
consequently, if there is some kind of argument, generally, I was not easily defeated because knowledge perspective, I found that I have more knowledge than other people. Then it was exactly year 2001, October the 3rd. Uh, at that time, I found a relatively comfortable church and one of my uncle at the time, I had a cancer treatment and eventually, yes, he succumbed to the cancer a few years later. However, he was interested about the church. Then, okay, if it's the case, why don't we go to the same church? And he was very happy. And in the church, I was regarded as still a kind of, not formal leader, but at least an influential leader. Perhaps because of my university degree, perhaps because of my job status, perhaps because of my age, even perhaps because of at least some knowledge about the Bible. It means even though I was not familiar with the popular traditions, but at least about the church history, the Bible history, how the Korean church was developed, how the Western church was developed, when the schism happened, that kind of things I had much better knowledge than other people in the church. So at that time, yes, in some sense, I was quite vocal and I was even quite evangelistic. Perhaps not because of, for the love of God, but perhaps because just out of my selfish desire, because everybody wanted their world to be accepted by other people. So we moved to another area and we stayed there about three, two days in so one night we slept and it was some kind of a Bible learning course a little bit similar to Alpha course, but it was much more simplified form. And they were also, okay, this is the important teaching of the Bible. This is the important teaching of Jesus Christ, the meaning of Jesus Christ, and what does it mean to accept Jesus as a Savior? And I, up to that point, I believed I was a Christian. And certainly the last part was, do you accept? Do you accept Jesus to your Savior and then your, your personal Lord? Certainly, that phrase hit me. And I okay, literally, there was no problem to explain. I explained. But certainly, the question challenged me. Do you accept Jesus as your personal Lord? Certainly, I realized the, the very grim importance of this one. And sorry, please give me some time. So I think the people must have been confused with my action. Because I was regarded to have perhaps one of the best knowledge about the Bible. I was quite evangelical. Many people attend church because of my influence, my guidance. And we had a lot of 
Bible uh, study meetings. And actually, I was explained a lot of important things that I learned through a lot of books like uh, Torain and uh, very uh, other important authors. Philip Yanis was one of them. So, sorry, I went outside. And this, I felt like actually, I was asked the question, do you accept that Jesus is your personal Lord? There is no problem to accept that Jesus is author of the history. Jesus is, okay, God is the creative human mind, creative of this universe, creative my sense of justice. There is no problem to accept. I all accepted it. I believed I was a Christian. But suddenly I realized it is not asking whether I am accepting God as the Lord of the universe. There was no problem. But I found that I did not accept God as Jesus as my personal Lord, my personal captain. So I worked about one hour, <laughs> thinking to myself, and since it is too shameful story, let me show. Perhaps I accepted. I made a confession to myself. The most dishonest, stupid, despised form of Confession. Still, it felt like even even God accepted that kind of confession happily. Yes, it is, I think, yes, the moment I became a Christian. You experience God's grace. Even the imperfect, even use the word stupid, confession that you made at that time. So God, God received it and God accepted your confession and, and accepted you. you. You experienced grace and maybe for the first time in your life you experienced grace. But I really regret uh, that kind of confession. If it is the case, why didn't I make uh, any better confession? So if any young people would hear my story, then why couldn't we, why can't we mimic Paul? Paul persecuted, then Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus. He got blind. He stayed there three days. Then, what did he do? Simply, he proclaimed, Jesus is Lord. Why not? In the sense, I think Paul was really 
men of men. After previously, simply he was wrong, he was deceived just because he did not get the proper knowledge. Once he came to know the real truth, simply whatever how stupid he was, how evil work he did, simply he proclaimed what is true. So if someone were to come to you now, the same way that you asked lots of Christians in your years, you asked them the question, well, what does it mean to be a Christian? If someone were now to come to you and they say, Kai, what does it mean to be a Christian? How would you now answer them? Okay, so in that sense, I'm not uh, very happy nowadays huh? because... Uh, I thought myself uh, being a Christian may mean a lot of things, and not just in personal level, also in the family, relative, and the society. But while I became a Christian, still I have uh, still a lot of problems in my family. But still, at least, uh, even though I'm not uh, very satisfactory about being Christian at the moment, sometimes I thought to myself, rather I should compare uh, the possible achievement to current states. Rather, I should, I should not compare simply the, what is a possible achievement than our current status. Rather, it is more logical to compare the result of being Christian and the result of not being Christian. So being a Christian means at least I have no more conflict about my understanding, my desire, my life. It means even though I'm not so happily productive, but it is only because I have little energy, and a little power. And secondly, even though I look quite uh, unproductive at the moment, still it is not the end of the story. So as long as I live, still I have still some hope. Eventually, even though I have a lot of problems, I'm not happy with the current status, but still there is hope. Kai, it's been an extraordinary journey to hear about your life and all that God has done through you. So thank you for your generosity and being willing to share so much, but also just lift our vision to the glory of what God has done in your life and the goodness and the grace that God has shown you in your life. So we greatly appreciate and value your time with us. So thank you for taking this time. Okay. Thank you for this opportunity. And thank you to everyone who has tuned in to listen. This podcast is produced and presented by Stephen Field on behalf of Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email cbc at canterburybaptist.org. If you're a member or regular attender of this church, how about you get in touch with Kai directly and thank him for his contribution today. The music is a song, The First Step, by Andrew Naylor from his album, Two Stones. This album is available wherever you purchase or stream your music. Join us next time as we continue our chats with... 
the people of Canterbury Baptist. Thank you.